0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 36 of the Panenka View podcast. Now, don't count there. Go to a Google Podcast and say that it's 37. That was one extra episode that we released in the midweek. But it's so good to be back here. And I have with me Shlomo Samuel, who's all excited to speak because, like uh, we defeated. Wakanda forever. <laughs> good. Summarized in two words because Arsenal yet again make a comeback from being down in the tie and progress to the quarterfinals well uh, let's just give you what we are going to do in the episode today we are going to review the europa league starting with of course our favorite club arsenal and Reigns, and then uh, we are going to go to the champions league where it was a cristiano ronaldo show against atletico madrid it was a Lionel messi show against leon it was a sadio mane show against uh, a Bayern side and also the other ucl games also we will preview the Milan derby and give you a small info short info on the FA Cup games that happen in the weekend well Slomo how excited are you to speak about Arsenal reigns I know you were going to avoid that topic last week isn't it (laughs)
1: yeah so uh, we uh, we had spoken last week and uh, we were talking about how this will be Arsenal's most uh, two uh, crucial games of the season Uh, the one versus uh, United and the one now, which we won against Reigns. and and uh, surprisingly enough, for an Arsenal fan, which I am, mm-hmm. uh, we we uh, kept clean sheets in both of those. Uh, Are you the, kidding me? Games.
0: Uh, no, you aren't. I, yeah. I I just pinched myself, but uh, yeah, it is, and we scored five goals. And, and um, uh, Mustafi was playing in the Rennes game. Oh, exactly, and yeah, and that, that I have to pinch myself again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, five goals, uh, two uh, clean sheets, and. Um, uh, what a performance, isn't it, again, friend? And you know, Slomo, I was reading Unai Emery's presser, and he said, uh, and I quote: I told the players that Europa League is not only going to guarantee us the Champions League next season; it's going yeah. to be a title in your CV. So that's yeah. an elite manager level mentality from Unai Emery, yeah. who kind of uh, we did our job so professionally last night. If you see, we were ruthless at the beginning. We did not give get let them uh, hold off the game and we also made sure that we uh, did the job professionally isn't it so yeah. who who all the, were the key players according to you in the game last night
1: oh uh definitely ramsey which is uh, which is work rate and uh, uh, the amount he went forward and he gave the the very first assist of of the goal uh, it it was an uh, ramsey assist and i would also like to point out uh, the work rate of uh, uh, Kulasinaj. Mm-hmm. he um, uh, so in his first season, he should not track back much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but here he was tracking back and also attacking, which which Correct. was quite quite uh, good to see. And uh, I think he made a quite a large uh, ditch clearance in the second half. Yes, uh, yes. That last ditch uh, uh, clearance yep. of on Shar.
0: on, on Char, Char. Char, yeah. Who was behind the defense? He was
1: just behind him? So I think. Uh, The standout uh, 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 performers were Ramsey and uh, uh, Kulasani. And uh,
0: you're forgetting two of them who were Ashley Metal Niles and Wakanda Forever guy, Obama Yang, who was simply stunning last night. I mean, Ashley Maitland-Niles got his first senior goal at the Emirates. A special moment for the kid. And the lad has put in a shift, hasn't he? Since mm. he's returned from injury. I mean, he's he's got so much stick from the fans. Obviously, the impatient fans who are always on the go. But uh, he's kept his head down. He's worked hard and he's proving that he's going to be here for a long time.
1: Uh, Prasad, uh, do you think he'll uh, replace Bellerin?
0: Um, yes. I'm not sure. Over rep- a period of time. Um... I'm not sure about replacing. He can add as a good backup. But I think he can be an asset with Bellerin on the right side because the lad likes to bomb ahead. Um, he can be a very good full-back, uh, wing-back option for Emery. And he also plays in the defensive midfield role. If not, he's also a very good box-to-box player who can has that eye and knack for defending as well. Yeah. So he can be a very good backup for Bellerin. He can uh, start with Bellerin on the right and our right side looks sorted at the moment. Even Mkhitaryan on there ahead, you know, in the front three. So if you go with a three-four-three and if you have bellerin Maitland Niles and Mkhitaryan there, oh, it's going to be a tough time for whoever plays there.
1: Yeah. Uh, o- Obama scored uh, two goals. Up. up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, he also missed quite a few a in, in, a in the game. So, <laughs> do you think this will prove prove costly against better opposition like a Chelsea or a? a napoli in for the stages
0: um uh, tough to answer uh the obvious answer being yes if it's if we are trailing and yeah. um the thing was that we were leading 3-0 last night and yeah. he missed that he could have got a hat-trick then but that's been obama yang all this season isn't it he's got 20 21 goals this season and yeah. he's mit- missed quite a few sitters if you look at the chances he's missed he should be touching 30 goals at this moment yes, and the season definitely. isn't over and yeah. That's what uh, this is. I mean, we've had these discussions in the past as well that what if it was a city or if it was a Liverpool, then yes, surely it would cost us games. But hey, let's look at the bright side. 3-1 down away, got that crucial away goal, came here, were ruthless in the first 15 minutes, didn't let Reigns get a hold of... Us, actually, everyone put in a shift. Even Mustafi had a decent game by his standards. And even Nacho Montreal and Zaka had a very good game. So it was an all round team effort. You know, they did their job. They were ruthless. They were pragmatic. They just went about doing their job professionally. And that's what I've loved about Una Emery. Because he's brought in that plan A and plan B to the team. You know, the, team, the players know what they must do. The players understand what needs to be done. And they have a direction where to go. So clearly very very excited for the future that we holds the football club
1: so um for everyone who is listening in the uh, europa league and champions league draw will be out by uh, 5 uh, 30 india time in uh, standard time <laughs> yeah. and um, we also now move on now that arsenal have uh, progress, we move on to the and other fixtures of, of the Europa League. Of course, yeah. Lomo. And you, do you have anything to say regarding
0: the Chelsea? Well, let me give you a stat here. Yeah. Chelsea's 5-0 win over Dynamo Kiev had an Olivier Giroud hat-trick. Oh, wow. Not just a hat-trick, it was a perfect hat-trick. Left foot, right foot and a header. Oh. So that's a perfect hat-trick he scored. And he's now the top goal scorer in the Europa League. Nine, nine goals goal. in nine yeah. appearances. So that's yeah. quite a stat for a guy who was slated by many. Yeah. But Even the Chelsea fans But they know What sort of a player They have in him At least he can carry them Through the Europa League Which is also a trophy
1: Giroud also played In the World Cup And he was Oh yes Crucial for the link up play uh, For a Pogba Or a Griezmann, Griezmann running off him And he they, uh, they say he didn't get goals But he was crucial In holding up play uh, during the Absolutely,
0: and if you I I was there in Russia and I was there for the France game. So if you look at the second goal that France scored versus Australia, if you look at the many goals that they scored, Giroud used to hold off defenders and create that space for a Pogba or a Griezmann who used to bomb ahead and score those goals. So he's always been that guy who creates space, who puts it on a plate for you, and he's that one underrated guy who got some, so much slack because Arsenal went uh, trophy-less in the 2015-16 season where they were clearly leading and Leicester won the title. Yeah. So that's why he gets some slack. But hey, uh, the other upsets, Inter are out. Frankfurt win and Frankfurt win by a solo goal. Um, Napoli survived an onslaught from Salzburg. They go through 4-3 on aggregate. Valencia go through 3-2 on aggregate and to be very honest with you, Sevilla are out of the Europa League. Slavia, Prague have Beaten them 4 3 on the night, and that means that the three time consecutive holders from 2014 to 16 are out. A reunion with Arsenal is possible if Shanti Villarreal draw Arsenal because Villarreal are through, and we also have Benfica that have gone through. So, quite a few, quite an ex- exciting Europa League semi final, quarter final, and semi final draw that awaits us. Shlomo, yeah. And uh, talk about exciting, talk about these magical nights. Should we just go on to the big man from Turin who clearly loves playing against Atletico, doesn't yeah. he? And we are talking about See you, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you, did I get you in the mood saying, See you, and... <laughs> yeah. So,
1: I, I was just looking up some stats and yeah. I found he has scored 22 goals against Atletico Madrid in his career and he scored only uh, more goals against uh, Sevilla and uh, Getafe, so he clearly, clearly enjoys playing on the big stage that we all know yep. and also against Atletico Madrid.
0: Absolutely, and you know Slobo, there has been there have been so many records to his name. He's got another hat-trick to be very honest.
1: Eighth one,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, eight. Messi and him both have hat-tricks. We'll come to the Messi part later, but... Uh, remember our preview? Remember the discussion we had? We spoke about the Wolfsburg game where they were 2-0 down in the first leg, Real Madrid. And Cristiano turned it around. And Juventus were also behind. And who comes up? Who steps up? Cristiano Ronaldo. 3-2. Yeah. Amazing. Well, uh, notable mention to Bernadeschi, who actually pulled the strings there in the midfield. There, He put in a shift. He won the penalty. He also put it on a plate for Ronaldo for the first goal. So, kind of, the kid, the kid's performance went under the radar, as we say. But he was brilliant, slow-mo. Yeah. So, um, Diego Simeone was quoted saying that if Juventus managed to uh, turn it around, he would be selling uh, watermelons in the street of
1: Madrid. Where is he right now? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, might be doing some obscene gestures in the streets of Madrid right now. <laughs> and uh, Ronaldo did the... Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo uh,
0: reciprocated that celebration, isn't it? He yeah, gave uh, it back to... Joke, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: And I don't know why people are uh, dissing uh, Ronaldo for that. If if a coach does that, that's fine. But if if a player does that, that isn't fine. I think that's wrong and he Double just, standards? Yeah. <laughs> he, he was just sending out a message uh, to his his haters and I think that's what everyone loves about Ronaldo. He... Proves himself on the big stage and uh, his Champions League uh, record is 125 goals in 160 games uh, wow. in, the, in 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 the Champions League wow. and uh, we we can we can debate who is the greatest of all time but there is no doubt he is the uh, amongst the best uh, uh, players on the planet and in a, a, any. A, Uh,
0: You know, I will be very honest with you. I've had these discussions with these uh, kids that are posting the goat debate here. Why not just enjoy how they perform? Because there's going to be a time where, um, you know, scoring a hat-trick will be like uh, climbing a mountain. Uh, scoring, uh, creating these plays like Messi does, and what Ronaldo does week in, week out is going to be very difficult because they are two phenomenal players. So let's yeah. just enjoy their time. And by enjoying the time, Cristiano Ronaldo actually scored a hat trick the night before. With what came the night later is Lionel Messi with his two goals and two assists, where Barca thrashed Lyon 5-1. Yeah. Some VR controversy again, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's Barca, it's new Camp. Ernesto Valverde side yeah. 5-1 winners over Leon. Slowmo, did you ex- expect a Leon win there?
1: Um, I didn't expect a Leon win there. I expected a Sholke win at City, but I was totally, totally wrong there hm mm-hmm. 7-0 uh, seven, nil. Seven, nil, yeah lord
0: that that's like giving the german opposition a same scoreline 10-2 do you remember yeah. that <laughs> yeah bayern and Arsenal, don't, don't let's not get there but uh,
1: barcelona was uh, the better team here and uh, they are proving a force to be in in the champions league uh, yep. this season whom whom they get in the draw in the next two hours should be we uh, they should see themselves i feel as Contenders for this season with uh, Real Madrid also going out. Uh, Barcelona, I still think, are very, very uh, reliant on the form of Messi and how he plays. Because if I feel if Messi is out, there is no uh, Barcelona play uh, Correct. happening. The uh, intricate play that happens yeah.
0: in and around the box so and also uh, driving. Uh, yeah, uh, transition.
1: Uh, uh, Prasad, my question to you is, Do does Barcelona have the strength to go... All the way this season in the Champions League? Uh, you clearly
0: gave the answer yourself. It's a lot dependent on how Messi is and how Messi plays. If he's fit and if he plays, they have definitely have a chance. Well, uh, Real Madrid are out, PSG are out, Bayern Munich are out, and we are just in the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, this is going to be one of those uh, draws. We are going to get a new winner surely. And uh, the likes of it being not being Spanish are high because yeah. there's only one Spanish team this time. Uh, Spanish team always made it to the semi-final. In fact, two of them made it to the semi-finals always. Yeah. And uh, one of them always progressed to the final. So, this it's going to be very tight. So, yeah, slow-mo. Lionel Messi or no? Because Coutinho is not firing. Suarez is up and down. Uh, Dembele is also uh, lacking yes. some confidence. Yeah, inconsistency is the word. And um, there's so ma- there are so many defensive issues as well with uh, just Umtiti being the guy who stands up every time. Even PK is struggling. Um, I might not watch a lot of Barcelona games, but uh, I have a lot of Barcelona friends, and they tell me all sorts of things. So yeah, it all depends on Lionel Messi. Well, some other results from the Champions League are City 7-0 win over Schalke, and another English side beating up German side. <laughs> Bayern Munich are lost, have lo- are out. Sadio Mane being the hero there at the Allianz Arena. Liverpool 3-1 winners. And as you all know, the first leg ended in a nil-nil. So, three goals, three away goals from Liverpool were enough to send them through to the next round. Shlomo, is this Liverpool's year in the Champions League?
1: Uh, I think it's still very, very early to say. Once they reach the semis, then they definitely have a chance to win the Champions League. But uh, Liverpool... I, I feel the first goal was brilliant. So he took the ball from the sky. It was a Cruyff turn and he uh, ah, ha, ha, wow oh, that, that turn was very very Cruyffesque I might say. Um, but Liverpool I feel still have a few problems in in the midfield because uh, Henderson was injured in, in during the Bayern game and in came uh, Fabinho. Fabinho where people wanted Fabinho to mm-hmm. start but I felt uh, Liverpool were a little bit too uh, Defensive-minded in the uh, Bayern ring, they could have attacked a few times more. Um, they had a midfield of Milner, uh, uh, F- uh, F- uh, Fabinho and Van which yes. is three defensive midfielders. Uh Nistelrooy, yes, uh, bombs ahead, but he he's, he is he. tracks back also quite often. So uh, Liverpool, I feel, are missing someone who is uh, like creative enough to. Play in the midfield, someone
0: like a Lalana maybe? Yeah, and Nabi Kita was injured. Yeah. And uh, you know, Firmino has been sort of up and down in the past few days. But yeah, but you are right, Fabinho, Vinaldum uh, and Keita is the likely uh, three yeah. that I would prefer, but yeah. uh, not a Milner, Fabinho, and a Weinaldum uh, yeah. midfield. But hey, Liverpool are through and uh, let's uh, give you a roundup of the eight teams that are through to the Champions League. So, starting with the four who qualified this week, you have City, you have um, Juventus, you have Liverpool and Barcelona. And last, the last weeks were Ajax, Porto, Slomo, the next yeah. two, the other two being...
1: Um, I, uh,
0: tung, uh, tung, 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 tung. Manchester United yes. and...
1: Uh, Ajax name. Aj- Ajax.
0: Aj- uh, Slow Mo. Slow Mo. Germany. Porto. Germany are out. Tottenham. Hotspur. Porto, no, no, no. <laughs> Good. I forgetting that
1: name. <laughs> so,
0: so those are the eight teams. Well, uh, I know Slow Mo. Hey, if you're listening to this, Slow Mo didn't want to say that name. <laughs> Slow Mo. <that's, laughs> so those are the planned. eight. And eight teams are through. Yeah. From the Champions League. So the draws are under, just under cup, uh, one and a half hours and we'll be giving you an update on that. But slow there's one more thing where we have to speak to our listeners and that's from the weekend because uh, we also have the FA Cup games. But hey, uh, the big league game to look forward to this weekend is the Milan Derby. Yes, if you have forgotten... That there exists a Milan derby. It is a crucial game because Milan are riding high on confidence yeah. in third. Inter are fourth. And just one point separates them slow-mo. So, it should, this should be a cracking Milan derby, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, on a current form, um, the team more are likely to win is AC Milan. Because they have won four of their last five games and are on an ten game on... Un- Wait uh, time, and yeah. Run. Yeah. Inter Milan on the other hand have uh, won only one of the last five games which is quite a bad uh, record they got oh, dumped yeah. out of, of, the, of Europa. the Europa League also mm-hmm. last night so mm-hmm. that is uh, pretty pretty bad um, they they have Jao uh, Mario back for the uh, Milan derby but they are you know whom they are missing the controversial man cardi. Yeah. oh yes so, um, they say he he say he's got a uh, a ligament tear in in his uh, in his knee, but there's still controversy on his uh, contract signings.
0: And you know, Icardi now. was firing when yeah. the season started, but I don't know what has happened.
1: And he scored the winner. Actually, yeah, in the last minute, uh, the, yeah, with the yeah, last
0: yeah. the last kick of 90, the game. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ninety-third yeah. minute winner was was a Icardi, and there's also no uh, uh for uh, this game. Inter.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah. so so clearly Milan favourites on the unbeaten thing and on the form yeah. that they are in and pure tech firing yeah, Paqueta firing yeah. yeah so uh, pure, yeah, pure tech is in hot form yeah. he's been a revelation at um, you know uh, Milan he scored 8 in 9 yeah. and uh, clearly Do you think he
1: has been um, the catch of the uh, season in the Serie A Well, he's played in
0: just a handful of games. But yeah, he's impacted more than Gonzalo Higuain. So, I think the Milan fans would agree with me. Because he's clearly a striker who wants to get at the end of things. Who is prepared to put in the shift. And who is there at the right time. He's like a fox in the box. He's like a poacher. Pippo Inzaghi would be so proud of him. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, So, Prasad, I have a question for you. Um, How important is this game from an AC Milan point of view? Because they have been having uh, financial issues back at the club. Uh, in in uh, 2018, the Court of Arbitration for Sport uh, helped. They turned overturned a ban on them, a uh, supposedly mm-hmm. two-year ban on mm. them from uh, European competition. So, how important is this for Milan to also break even and also return to the Champions League? Uh, for the first time since 2013,
0: mm, very very important, very crucial, and uh, they've had their problems. They have their fair shares of issues and uh, in the management and stuff. But uh, currently, everything looks, uh, looks to be clicking for them. Uh, yeah. Remember, they have even Gazidis now as their CEO, who yeah, ha- has yeah, been so. pretty decent. Yeah. Um, okay, that might be a <laughs> that might be a <laughs> controversial topic, but hey, uh, Gattuso has been there since the last season. And he's kind of found his players now. He's kind of found his mojo. Um, He's told the players clearly, this is our year. And with Inter struggling in the second half of the season, as always, as they say, this is a very, very, very important uh, time for Milan. Because they know even Napoli are struggling. Napoli are dropping points every week. And uh, they are just six shy of AC Milan. So that's even chaseable so even second is possible because juventus are 18 points clear and the league is buried up, yeah. done and dusted wrapped up yeah clearly so uh, a boost a, a boost in the champions league you know a boost champions league is a boost because what happens is um players want to play for you then and you get that financial backing as well some some 40 to 50 million
1: yeah.
0: a club makes on that so that's like getting a lot of money because ac milan clearly need that and uh, clearly it, it's an elite club You, if you look at the to early 2000s AC Milan made it to 3 finals in 6 years the 2003 where they won the 2005 where they were they almost won and they lost to Liverpool and the 2007 one where they won again so yeah so they've been an elite club and uh, everyone's been missing them from the Champions League yeah. UE kind of have made it their own fortress in the Champions League as well yeah. in the past few years but hey on Milan, yeah, it'll be great to see them back.
1: Uh, now that we have uh, rounded up the Champions League, uh, Europa League and the Serie A games of uh, this week, uh, we would like to move to the world's oldest football competition. Yeah, That is the uh, romance of the FA Cup, how the FA Cup, uh, the upsets in the FA Cup. So, uh, uh, Prasad... How do you see Wolves lining up versus a very, very confident Manchester United side? Well, despite that... their loss versus Arsenal. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> well, uh, let's get on to uh, Wolves first. And they had a draw last week against Chelsea. They almost snatched three points there at Stamford Bridge. But Hazard's brilliance denied them. Uh, I think uh, uh, Nuno will go with the same formation in a 3-5-2. Yeah. Where he'll go with Willy Bolly, Cody and uh, Saez in defence. Then you have Doherty and Johnny as the wing backs. You have Jao Moutinho, Ruben Neves and Leander in midfield. And you have Jota and Jimenez ahead. So that's kind of a compact lineup that's kept Wolves in it. You know, you they are properly set back to, you know, sit on the counter. And uh, they also uh, have a game plan. And they have a compact defense as well. They defend in blocks of, four blocks of... You know, two blocks of four, sorry. So, um, clearly, it's at the Wolves' home. It's at their home place. So, clearly, United have a tough time, who have lost to Arsenal, by the way, and uh, have some injuries, but they have had players coming back. So, I think Solskjaer has, um, you know, uh, that thing in him to tell the players, okay, we've lost one league game. That's just our first defeat in a long time since the Liverpool game in December. Time to get back, time to qualify for the semi finals of the FA Cup. Who knows, we might go on and win the trophy as well. Yeah. So that's Wolves versus uh, United Slomo. Yeah. And you have um, it's Manchester City who are also in the quarter finals. And Manchester City plays Swansea in the quarter finals. Yeah.
1: Swansea, uh, I was just seeing a video online, they had a horrible, horrible penalty miss, uh um, versus West Brom in, in the championship last week, it was, it was ridiculous. It, he uh, touched the ball and is, he wanted to hit his, with his right foot, but his left foot hit the ball and it, uh, the West Brom defender came and, uh, cleared it off. But it was, it was, it, it was, uh, ridiculous to say the least. So, uh. <laughs> Prasad, do you see a City at least a treble The season happening somewhere? Because they, they have won the League Cup.
0: Mm, yeah, they have won the League Cup. And uh, knowing the manager Pep is, he sure, surely wants to go to Wembley and get that piece of silverware. Every piece of silverware that is up for grabs right now. So, uh, uh, you know, by, bearing the Champions League where it's quite unpredictable, I think City will be going for the FA Cup. Um, they have a chance to rest some of their players and play some of the youth. Will Foden might start Zinchenko might start Also We know that uh, You know Swansea Aren't the team They were from the Premier League So It's kind of a city Win for me And then you have The other two games Which are Watford and Crystal Palace Two elite Premier League clubs Going added And uh, elite I mean to say Mid-table elite teams (laughs) Also you have Millwall versus Brighton and Hughes So that's about it from the FA Cup slow mo. Um, who knows? We might have a Manchester derby here. We have a Manchester derby in the league, and if United and City are drawn against each other in the Champions League, we might have a four Manchester derbies in the next month. <laughs> what a what a sight that would like be! Like
1: the L uh, uh, classic goes Classico. in april and
0: may 2011 oh wow yeah. so we are the fans are in for a treat slow-mo yeah. and there's one thing that we've missed all through these episodes and that's the return of the french predator the french uh, great the french yes, legend have- You know, the messiah of Real Madrid, Zinedine Zidane, Zizou. Zizou is back slow-mo. He's bullied Perez into a submission. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cristiano Ronaldo left. Zidane leaves as well. And then Real Madrid go through this bad phase where they lose 5-1 to Barcelona. Lopetegui is sacked. Solari takes in. Sort of uh, is a very okay season there on for Real Madrid, who climb up slowly to third. And then they go out of the Copa del Rey. They go out of the league race as well. 12 points. And then they go out of the Champions League. And then Santiago Solari. Bye-bye. And in comes Zinedine Zidane.
1: Panic button, Shlomo? Panic button pressed by Perez? Uh, I don't think so. It's a panic button because they they are out of all uh, competitions in uh, this season. So, I think it's more of a long-term view. He wants to groom the... He, uh, the young players like uh, Vinicius Junior and Mariano Diaz. That's uh, I, I feel a much longer. He's taken a long-term solution to the problems at Real Madrid because all the players are aging. Benzema is aging. Bale is not in. Uh, Former Ramos also is on the uh, older side and uh, ma, uh, even Marcelo is being phased out of of the club. So I think that's a. He's he's taken a long-term solution and not a, a like a quick. Uh, Band-aid. You know,
0: I thought Sergio Ramos threatened him to leave <laughs> <laughs> if they bought in Jose Mourinho, which was one of the options. Yeah. But uh, Zinedine Zidane looks like the guy who knows what it is to be at Real Madrid. He's a very good man-manager um, who did some brilliant man-management in, in his time at uh, uh, Real Madrid. And Slo he's been promised a 300 million euro transfer kitty, by the way. Yeah. And uh, they've already started spending, Four it seems, rate. isn't it? They've signed... A, Right back from Porto, who can play as a centre back. So 50 million for a Porto centre back is uh, is the Galactico era back? Are they going um, to do it again the I same way? I don't
1: think so. It's a uh, Galactico era back. Uh, they also bought Rafael Varan back in 2011 when he he he, uh, he was just 18 years old, and mm-hmm. people thought even that was an expensive buy. But as as you can see, how that buying off uh, rafael varan from olympic lyon in 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 2011 has uh, turned out to be and he's also won the world cup he's won champions league at uh, real madrid i think this this is a good buy for uh, for real madrid
0: and you know eder militao is the name uh, uh, so let's look at some of the biggest sales that porto have had Slomo yeah. You have Hamas, you have Hulk, you have Falcao. Porto is making some serious money, isn't it? They are quietly going about doing their business. Well, Jesus back. Ronaldo show at Turin. Messi show at New Camp. Arsenal coming back against Rain and uh, an Olivier Giroud perfect hat trick in the Europa League. Arsenal's thumping win over Man United. Yeah, thumping. Call me anything. That was a great win is all we have for you in this episode of the Panenka View. As always, I must say we are on 11 audio platforms, including Google and Apple Podcasts. Do make sure to listen. Listen to us on Hubhopper as well. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Send in your suggestions. Give us your feedback. Shlomo and I are eagerly waiting. And we are all here to what you want to say. Well, that's all from episode 36 of the Panenka View. Here's your host Prasad and co-host Shlomo signing out.
1: Bye-bye. (laughs) you <laughs>